Oh, we are live. We're officially live, you guys. We are live. We are live. And live. I'm in I'm in two cameras on the screen at the moment. Which Congrats. is thanks. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Double the amount of uh thanks. Of two just for the price charisma. Of yeah, no, I really appreciate that. Um hello, my name is Pete. My name is Dan the Internet. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about gaming because we bloody love gaming, Dan. And Peter, what else do we bloody love? You know what? Um, yeah. It's a good question. And I might ask our guest, Jacob, that question. Do you know what else we bloody love, Jacob? Uh, Golden Girls. <laughs> no. Golden Girls. Thank you for Golden being Girls. a friend. friend. <laughs> We do love Golden Girls. We really do love Golden Girls. It's not Golden right. Girls, though. I'll give you There's one more guess. Else we love apart from bloody gaming. What is it? Something like um, the George show, Kramer show, Seinfeld. Yeah, we love That's Seinfeld it. too. Dan, should we tell him? We should. Well, let's tell him. Okay. It's bloody gaming, Jake. It's bloody, it's bloody gaming. gaming. Oh. <laughs> oh, got him. Shit. Got him, yes. He might leave oh, the chat no. now, Jacob. You might go, fuck this these is... guys. These guys are idiots. Look, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he said this was going to be 15 minutes. I don't know if I can hold out, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, everything I that you guys... that out on purpose. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is really good to see so many people in the chat. Welcome to the show tonight. And, of course, uh, this is live on Twitch, but you will also be hearing this come Friday on the podcast catch-up around the world. Thanks to our mates at Podcast One Australia. Uh, and the globe and everywhere else. Um, but uh, we do have a special guest on the show tonight, as well as a few other things um, to come, which we'll, uh, which we'll chat about very, very soon. But our special guest tonight is Jacob Janurka. Please make him very welcome. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for the warm welcome. Um, now, Jacob, uh, you may remember, uh, if you're listening to this or watching, that last week we, uh, we showed the Seinfeld game for the first time to our audience. Oh, really? Yes, we did. Did they enjoy it or did they hate it? No, they bloody, they bloody enjoyed bloody it. Bloody loved it. They bloody loved it um, because we know our audience and we know that they're going to bloody love something like that. Um, but what I'm going to do is uh, I'm actually going to grab... For those who are joining us tonight that have not yet seen the beauty of the Seinfeld game, we're going to grab it and just play it one more time. This is the opening... I want to say stanza, but I might even say Costanza, if you know what I mean. Uh, Take a listen. Check this out. Have you ever wanted to be a terrible person with no consequences? Live in a nice apartment in New York and complain about the tiny little inconveniences ruining your life? Now you can with Seinfeld, the game about nothing. Play as Jerry, George, Elaine, but not Kramer. No one can control Kramer. Watched this way too many times. No one. Experience for yourself what it's, it's like, like to be grated, a lovable, compulsive liar. Feel as if settling in, okay? Yeah. Are you both uh dead? Yeah. Yep. Welcome to Lakeview, a digital afterlife environment. Enjoy. The ads know us better than we know ourselves. Ten signs you're invading someone's personal space. Sorry, bro. So I understand you were in a bad place yesterday. It's only weird if you make it weird. If you 
are dumping beautiful women in New York for trivial reasons yourself. Entertainment Weekly says, being able to play Elaine alone is sponge-worthy. New York Times says, who needs violent video games? Being Jerry Seinfeld is the ultimate power fantasy. There it is, Seinfeld Adventure. Hey, this is Jacob and this is Ivan over here. And uh, it's so weird watching that again. I really appreciate your help sharing this around. It really helped us prove how much people actually want this. So it goes SeinfeldGame.com and you can go there if you want to show your support. And please go and show your support because we want to see it take off. But, um, mate, let's start with uh, yourself and your buddy Ivan who have created this beast and it's really starting to take off and we hope people get behind it and support it. Tell us about yourselves, mate. Who are you guys? Uh, Where have you come from and what has led you up to this point? Yeah, well, like, our friendship was formed via Seinfeld. Like, that's actually how we met (laughs) as well. Uh, I don't know if you read it in the pitch, but, like, um, I made a Seinfeld, like, pixel art thing, like, years ago. And it kind of went pretty relatively big on on Twitter. And everyone was like, ah, wouldn't it be cool? And uh, he messaged me on Twitter. And he was just saying that he actually made a Seinfeld game, like, years earlier. (laughs) And it was, like, this, like, other... It was more like a NES, SNES style kind of Seinfeld game. And uh, we were just getting chatting. And he was actually like a really um, accomplished animator back then. As he, as he is now, he didn't become less accomplished as time went by. <laughs> so he was working on like uh, Fallout, uh, Adult Swim animations. And like he did the Simpsons Pixel intro and stuff like that. Yeah, right. So yeah, we we're chatting. And uh, then I showed my other game, Paradigm, at PAX. And he actually came to PAX in Melbourne because he lived in Melbourne at the time and I lived in Perth and he came on over and he's like oh hey Jacob it's like Ivan from Twitter <laughs> and now now a lot of people message me on Twitter like I'm not saying that I'm a fucking popular person but <laughs> you know you get DMs from people like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I DMs all the time from people asking me when the game's coming out uh, so I was like, oh, like, I don't know who you are, but like, thanks for supporting me. And I, t- I didn't follow him <laughs> off, but like, I, I, I didn't know who he was. So I just chatted to him like a regular punter at yeah. PAX. And then <laughs> I realized that day, I was like, fuck, that was Ivan, the like really good animator that I should be speaking to. <laughs> uh, and then I, yeah, sorry, continue. No, no, you go, keep going. Uh, then I moved to Melbourne like two, three years ago now and we just caught up and we talked about the Cyclone game and then like another year later, I worked with him on a pilot for a TV show at his studio and then, yeah, then we just ended up working together on this. Oh, cool. Now, when you say end up working together on this, like is that a... What do you mean end up working together on this? Because so far, I, I suppose actually a better way to answer that question is how far into the game are you guys? Is it just the trailer that we have seen right now? Or is is there actually some like some gameplay game. footage, some playable game? There is um, a playable intro, but it's like I made it a while ago. Like we, we did plan it a long time ago. We were going to actually make a demo. Um, but then we realized that we didn't want to lose our uh, jobs and yeah. <laughs> get sued. Uh, basically, even if it's a even if it's a fan game, they actually have uh, the ability to sue you to oblivion because really? it's infringing on the IP. Yeah. So yeah. if they want to, like yep. 
that's the thing. Most of the time they won't. They'll get you to sign a cease and desist. And they'll say, don't ever talk about this. Don't even talk about you sign a cease and desist. Yeah. Um, apparently, according to some people, uh, according to lawyers, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, allegedly. So this is all people saying, um, we never knew really what was the true but they, they do have the ability to sue you for a lot of money, like millions. Oh, yeah. Like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Even if it's a free thing. But it's like Seinfeld. Like, I bet even if we made the game, they probably wouldn't have. Like, it's just, there is a game that exists. There's actually a point and click you can play online. Uh, well, like, but it's, yeah, different. I guess it's like, why, why, we're talking about, you know, the leader of the free world when it comes to comedy. Like, why, why would he waste his time? Like that's like in in you know well, it's, a, it's not him it's his it's the uh, Warner the, Brothers that the owns army the right okay yeah. gotcha yeah 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 the Warner Brothers is like uh uh-uh, like <laughs> you're not infringing on an IP because the idea is that it infringes it gives them leeway in court for other people to infringe on it so like yeah. if you infringe on it and someone else does that later they're like why didn't you sue these people why are you suing me. So that at least that's the explanation I've been told not to and, do it. <laughs> and it, it depends too on um, how greedy these people are, you know. Like, because um, this is my day to day doing you know digital content, and just like using a song on a Facebook video can get your black band, despite the fact now TikTok they're already readily available to make content out of. So it's just this weird world we're in at the moment. Yeah, um, no, it's like it's Wild West with that stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, and and the copyright law. Um, this is another conversation, but it's so old. And they just keep adding, they've got to write a new one for digital content because it's, and you know, I, I, I think the only way, hopefully, that, well, not hopefully, the way this can only really get off the ground is to actually get Jerry and go, look what I've made. And he'd go, because yeah. I reckon, honestly, that's why I wrote an article for this for Game On last week, saying that if I reckon if they saw it, him and Larry David, they'd be yeah. all over this because it's just so them. You've absolutely well, uh, nailed. Sorry, sorry, hey, sorry. I have to just jump in here really quickly because um, we have to acknowledge this. We just got raided. We just got raided the shit out of our channel just then by Knight yes. Sinclair. Yes, Knight Sinclair. Yes. 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 Ah! Uh, welcome to all of our new viewers. Ah, oh, Jesus Hello, Christ. Hello, Night Sinclair viewers. Um, can I just... I just need to say something, uh, and this is for the people who are going to be listening to this on podcast. There's a fair chance you're going to hear um, just like a heap of sound effects for the next, I don't know, like three minutes or so because Salty Cucumber 93, <laughs> by the way, how great's that name, um, yeah, has, yeah, dropped a, has just dropped a shitload of uh, subs to people around. Oh. Um, people are coming to get involved. Um, the hype train's on. And uh, Dan the Dolphin Lord says, we've come for Daddy Jacob. Do you know yeah. who... Yes. Dan, who's Dan the Dolphin Lord? He's, he's my son. Um, we've, be, we've had... He's just my son. Like, I have three children. No, you yeah. don't. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, no, you don't. <laughs> I was going to say, you're 19 years old. How do you have three children? He's 19. You look young. How old are you? you? Very young. 28. Get stuffed. <laughs> yeah, I'm 28. I wish I was 19, then, then it would be a lot more impressive to have three children, that is. Hello, Small Chazza. Uh, hello, Nana Punk. Um, Dan the Dolphin Lord, of course. Uh, swinging you. And Pharismatic is uh, Small Disclosure. They're all my girlfriend's uh, viewers from Twitch. She just did a stream, so they, they came, came on over. Oh, sweet. So they, te- they, te- they technically are my children, so... 
Who's your, who's, uh, what's the channel for your girlfriend? What's, what's her channel? Shout her out. Knight Sinclair. Oh, that I is Knight Sinclair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I know that name, Knight Sinclair? Has she stumbled upon our channel before, Dan? I feel like she's I know Knight Sinclair. She's been on live stream failed a few times. Has she? Yeah, yeah really? she's generally making fun of people on live stream fails. Amazing. Um, <laughs> she's got the right Dixon. She has come to the right, she absolutely has. Um, so, okay, back to, back to Seinfeld, the game. What has the general feedback been from, like, are you getting more feedback from the gaming audience? Are you getting more feedback from the Seinfeld audience? Is it people that are finding you that are Seinfeld fans that don't play games or vice versa? Like, how how's it all sort of come together for you? Can you just repeat that? Sorry. <laughs> I was just, I, I, Ivan just messaged me and he's trying to get into the... Into Is he? Oh, hang on a sec. Wait, um, I don't know if you can, if it's well. too late. No, no. So he said he tried calling... It's never too late. Uh, it's never too late. But, uh, never too late. Hang on. It's never too late. Um, here's what I have to do. I have to check this out, guys. On the fly. I have to add Ivan as a friend. And uh, and then Ivan's going to um, take that friendship. And I think he's already... Willie, though, Pete? Willie? I think he has. Um, so hang on. Ivan. Ivan Dixon. I'm going to now add Ivan Dixon. Here we go. Aye. He's in the group. He's in the group. Ivan Hello. Dixon oh, is in the group. Ivan Dixon. Yes. Congratulations, come in. We just were talking about my children. Um, uh, I heard you talk about your children. I heard yeah. you talk about uh, you lied. You said you were 28 when you're really 19. Oh. <laughs> Told you. It's actually, it's actually 17, but like, yeah. it, by saying 19, it makes us you know, a bit more cred to get the Seinfeld right. So. Got yeah. a McLovin ID. Uh, can I just say that was the first ever on the fly tech thing that's ever worked in our stream as well. So thank you <laughs> ever. guys. Ever. Thank you no, so no. much. Um, uh, just bloody brilliant. Um, Jacob was just telling us that, uh, oh, by the way, we have 69 viewers in chat right now. 69 down. Uh, um, Jacob was just telling us that, um, as far as the game's concerned, uh, his shoulders are, t- are tired because he's been carrying you the entire time. So, yeah. It's just been a really hard time. Like, I feel really bitter saying you're a part of the project. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's be clear, people who are just coming in, that's not true at all. Oh, my God. This is. But, okay. yeah, re- <clears throat> Sorry, you go. I was going to say, you can re-ask your question now, which I just completely zoned out and didn't hear. When no, that's fine. There were things I, going I on. Heard the, I heard the question. Oh, I, can, you, can you please uh, please <laughs> think, answer the question? I think, I think we've had a good response from both both sides of the fence. The Seinfeld fans, the, the video game fans. I think there's a really nice overlap in those fan groups yeah. as well. Like people who love, love Seinfeld probably grew up in the 90s to some extent and and they've probably played the point and click games that we've based our game on yeah so it's like this perfect little bubble of nostalgia if i do say so myself 100 which you do well um, i'm gonna pop your bubble ivan and actually say you're completely wrong no i don't really have much to add to that um, so where does the, as I mentioned before, like we were talking about, you know, where the game currently is at, where does the game go from here to evolve and be the game that, you know, not just what you guys want, but what everybody wants to see essentially, I guess. 
We've been desperately trying every method possible to try to get the attention of somebody who owns the rights. Yeah. Um, barring just tagging the, the creators, which I haven't really done. I don't think you've done it either, Jacob. No, so. not personally at them. I, I mean, I feel like we can probably do like something at like soon to be more aggressive in that way. So what, yeah, have, you, what have you tried? Everyone's been tagging. What have you tried uh, so far? So I've got... We tried nothing and it doesn't work. <laughs> we've tried, we're all out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got a friend who works for the the agency that reps Larry David. So he's passed it on personally. Uh, I've got a manager and agents in LA because I, I, my background's animation and that's that's my bread and butter. Mm. Um, they've, they've tried to reach out to their Jerry and Larry's management. Um, and we're, we're having early talks with uh, someone that'll help us uh, with the distribution and sales if that gets that far and, and they They've got a background in, in IP kind of um, adaptations of, of different shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so far it's been mostly social media, which Twitter, Instagram. Like failed Reddit posts. Failed Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't that failed. They did okay. They hit like 3K. We just couldn't hit the front page of it. So the way, so Jacob is the, the young uh, internet meme. <laughs> the 19 year old. And I'm the. The one that goes through official channels. Yeah, he's, he's the old, <laughs> he's the old man who has lawyers and accountants. Yeah, I'm just uh, a cowboy. Lawyers, accountants, internet cowboy, doctors, uh... physiotherapists, chiropractors. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, I mean, you never know your luck. Um, Pete and I once met the guy that voices Super Mario, and that came out of nowhere, right? Where was that at? He came into our studio. We work in a radio station. Oh yeah, and we're like. Holy shit. And he did a couple of Mario things. We're like, it's him, you know? So you never know. Like, Julie, like Louis Dreyfus might come into Perth studio one day. And Pete goes, hey, I know a couple of guys you need to talk to. <laughs> and then bang, we're yeah, on. I mean, so, you could ask you the Mario guy for yeah. us. That's right. Can I compliment you guys on your perfect radio voices. You've, you've got, <laughs> I can hear, I can actually, as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, that's what it is. Ah, yeah. Well, Thank yeah. you. Thank you that's very much. Boring, that's our uh, boring day jobs. Yeah. Uh, 15 years we've been perfecting these radio voices. And I'd like to say <laughs> that we've got it down pat by now. It took, Beautiful. um, yeah, it took a, took a lot of flight time and some puberty. Pretty much. Um, yeah, balls dropping. <laughs> balls dropping certainly helped. There's a, there's a depth to your voices. You know, Jacob and I will get off this call and our throats will be sore from trying to talk. We're used to just silence all day. Yeah, because, well, I mean, you're so, like, most people talk from up here, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas, and you can, we can sort of, I guess, take that in and out because, like, right now I'm talking from up here, but more often than not, I talk from the back of the throat, especially when it comes to using a microphone so there is technique in this not technique anywhere near as skilled of what you guys have created no, with this bloody no. seinfeld game but there is certainly technique in it um the, who did the voice on the game by the way on the trailer yeah, yeah. uh that was me after puberty uh, that was um <laughs> that was brock baker who's brock uh, baker Brock ba Brock Breaker. Breaker. Other Breaker. than, other than Brock, well, I can't even remember. Okay. Uh, I, I I suggested doing a, I you know doing a, a, a Jerry Seinfeld impression, but uh, <laughs> but Jacob didn't like my impression enough. What's the Can deal you? with Ovaltine? <laughs> What's the deal? 
video game. George! <laughs> not a video, it's a game. Why do you call it a video game? It's actually, actually quite good. Um, I, uh, just, I, I'm just thinking about things like, you know, just uh, gamifying something like Seinfeld. Have you guys discussed things like Easter eggs, uh, unlockable characters? Like, for example, is, you know, is, is Newman an unlockable character? Is Kramer the sort of guy that you have to ground, grind hours away to unlock? Like, how, how, is, how does that work? Have you, have you spoken about it? I mean, it's a, it's a freemium game. Maybe a mini game, side so. quest with, with Kramer collecting different pastas to make different models. Oh, yeah, different, fig- yeah. Figurines of different <laughs> yep. people. Love it. Just like a dress-up doll. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, um, and take this, guys, if you want, but I had an idea for an Easter egg, and that is you actually, someone finally finds Pigman. <laughs> I reckon that would be happy. Would you have like? Would it be like an ending of a game? Would be like the end of Fallout Two or something like that? And then he's like the boss. Or Fallout One, I think. He's just like the big boss at the end of the game, controlling all their lives. Half man, half pig. He's the Illuminati (laughs) of the Seinfeld world. When, when um, after Mark Hamill retweeted uh, the 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 trailer, I thought, wouldn't it be perfect to get Mark Hamill to do a voice in the in the game because he's such yeah. a great voice actor. Voice actor, yeah. yeah. And, and my idea was he would voice um, this Joe, Joe Sacramento that uh, that Kramer's always talking about. This friend, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Never see. Yeah, and then nah. he, he appears and it's a celebrity voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Oh God, there's just there's years and years and years and years of inspirational content to to dig through mm. and. Um, Guys, I, I'm kind of gutted, to be honest. We've got, we got to get to another interview in four minutes. Um, we've got the, the executive producer of uh, World of Warships talking to us tonight as well um, about an incredible uh, 75th anniversary World War II event that they're actually hosting in-game because with everything in isolation, um, they can't, people can't get together to have these events. So um, looking forward to that. Though, God, we could spend all night chatting to you guys, so we're going we're gonna to have to get you guys back because there's so much more to talk about um, but really quickly, uh, for people watching right now, if they want to get along and support this, um, retweet it, share it. Where is the best place to go to get started? Probably best thing to do is go on Seinfeld.com. Uh, sorry, Seinfeldgame.com. <laughs> uh, funny that actually the, the URL got pulled down for like 10 minutes because I forgot to add in my details, like my email into the account. Um, uh-huh. and the domain got cancelled and I sent a message to Jason Alexander on Instagram. And as I sent it to him, I got an email saying the URL was down. So I was like, fuck! Because <laughs> Jason, Jason Alexander only just made an Instagram account uh, a couple of days ago. So he only has like 3,000, he at the time, oh, 3,000 followers. Get out. So that would have that would have gone through the like noise that he has yeah. like a million or whatever on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fine. It's all good. But yeah, cyphergame.com, uh, hashtag Seinfeld, sorry, cyborggame.com, hashtag Seinfeld game and uh, Twitter, you can follow us at, at Jacob Janurka and at Ivan R. Dixon. Yeah, and if you could retweet or uh, share it on Instagram with your, with your buddies and just get a, get the, uh, the ball rolling, help us. If anyone knows Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. Julia Louis Draper. If you know where he lives, if you give us his address. Yeah. It'd be pretty, pretty, pretty handy. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh we'll leave you to it ivan and uh jacob thank you so much for joining us tonight we really appreciate it by the way jason jason alexander's uh 
Instagram account is now up to 11,100 followers. Of course it is. Um, and he is uh, already officially, or his, his account's already official. It's got a little blue tick. So, um, yeah, it doesn't take bloody long. But uh, thank you, guys. We'll leave you to it, and we'll keep on checking in. Please keep checking in with us as well. Uh, keep us updated on how you guys are going. And, I mean, God, you never know where, uh, where radio is going to take Dan and myself. So if we come across anyone that can help, we'll be sure to, uh, to let them know about the game. Good luck. Right. All right, thanks, thanks guys. for having us on. See, See you, later, you guys. Bye. Yeah, it's my personal um, uh, goal, Peter, to make this game happen because it's merging my two favourite things in life, gaming and Seinfeld. Yeah, 100%, mate. I, like, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It just... Oh, I don't even know what to say. Like, it, it, it hurts, like, that this game is... I guess, like, railroaded by the fact that, you know, like, we need people to get on it and push it. Yeah, and um, I know we've got to go to this new interview, but uh, I really feel this is the golden eye of our generation because it's merging uh, two very big audiences into the one thing, if that makes sense. That's what GoldenEye did. GoldenEye took James Bond and made it cool for video gamers. And I feel like um, this would make, like I said last week, would bring a whole new audience to Seinfeld. Seinfeld. That's win-win. Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. I agree. Um, so, Philip has just uh, sent me a message. Um, and I am just going to bring him in straight away. Uh, right. Just one sec. So, I'm going to give him a give him a buzz. Bum, bum. Hello. Hello, Philip. Hey, hey, Pete. Nice Hello. to meet you. And, and nice to meet you as well. Now, we are officially live on Twitch, and it is my absolute pleasure um, to be joined by a very esteemed guest. His name is Philip Molkovitz. Uh, he's the executive producer of World of Warships, ahead of World of Tanks, preparing a unique live virtual Navy parade tonight, to be exact, uh, set to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II in Europe with this first-ever online live-streamed Navy parade. Philip, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for inviting me, guys. Um, let's dive right into this. This is uh, absolutely extraordinary, but can you please tell the people listening to our podcast and watching on Twitch right now exactly what it is that you do as the executive producer there? <laughs> Actually, the, the, this role is pretty, is pretty interesting. After, after I worked as community manager, as external testing manager, game and the team lead now my job is basically make sure that everything everything runs works as intended in the product to make sure that the right people in the right places doing their jobs to make sure that uh, we listen to player base and the developer developers know what the player base wants or doesn't want and to make sure that the player base uh, knows uh, our point of view, uh, our reasoning why we're doing certain things in, in game or not doing them. And is that so it's, an pretty, e it's pretty general job. <laughs> it is a pretty general job. Is it an easy sort of job to uh, to keep your head across, or is there a? I mean, there's obviously a fair bit to it. Uh, it's not. I, I don't think it's a really easy job, but 
the the main reward is that it's very diverse and usually you're taking care of so many different things different ideas from uh, community to development from different collaborations to marketing so i have like a, a bit of experience a bit of knowledge here then a bit of knowledge there i'm learning something new every day although i would say that i'm not uh, currently Overinvested in just one particular uh, area of the product, so it's it's very it's very general, but this is why it's interesting actually. Um, we have a lot of questions, uh, or I in particular have a lot of questions about the up and coming parade tonight because it is going to be an absolute sight to behold, and and how wonderful that we get to be at the forefront of such a thing. But um, can you give uh, the people listening and, and watching on Twitch right now as well um, just a bit of an overview ahead of the parade? What they what what they're going to see uh, tonight? So uh, the like the general general idea is that uh, there's obviously like victory day uh, or anniversary of the end of world war ii it's celebrated uh, in different ways or memorized in different ways in, in most countries uh, for example it's 8 of may i think for europe it's 9 of may in russia and uh, like because of the current situation with, with the virus uh, a lot of celebrations or events that were planned by different people uh, all around the world, they are cancelled or very limited somehow, obviously. So we decided that because we are like strategy slash action game uh, and we feature hundreds of ships, uh, most of them from World War II, and we like from, from historical historical point of view, our ship models are very very nicely detailed, very accurate. We work with a lot of uh, archives, blueprints. Uh, we have a dedicated team of historians. We decided that it's a good opportunity actually to like, to commemorate this, this date uh, online and work with our, involve our community contributors, uh, our most dedicated players to come together and to create this event. So we're going to basically, uh, we're going to create virtual parade which will feature 24 i think uh the most iconic or well-known allied warships from different countries uh, we're going to involve different people including for example new york times author and naval historian uh james d hornfisher and uh, our uh, community influencers uh and our uh well-known at least in the, uh, among people who play our games, uh, historian expert Chieftain, uh, very cool dude who knows a fair lot about history. And all these people will go together and they will provide additional historical context commentary where they will, ha they will highlight the ship's accomplishments, uh, service records during World War II. So I think there will, there will be also some kind of historical Q&A with our players, uh, between our players and these experts. And all this uh, will happen, I think, during like one hour or something. Of course, it will be streamed on Twitch channel, on our official Twitch channel. So for our players, uh, there will be some additional rewards dur during the viewing this parade. So there will be some additional bonuses for those who, are, who play our game. And for the rest, it will be a nice opportunity to learn about our game or at least to learn a couple of new things about history. Um, for, for something like a commemoration, like the 70, 75th anniversary of the, the laying down of World War II, essentially, 
Um, are there certain, I guess, uh, obviously there are certain details with regards to respect and credibility that have to be observed. Um, can you tell us a little bit about having to navigate those things? What are, what are some of the things that you guys did in planning this event or maybe some of the people that you consulted to make sure that um, you were going to get it right when it comes to uh, commemorating the particular event that you're going to be commemorating? Well, in this regard, I think that uh, we, we're pretty good because our, our game is about vehicles. And most, uh, like most of our game is dedicated uh, to, like it's it's more about engineering, it's more about uh, technical accomplishments, it's more about vehicles, uh, and obvi- obviously the events uh, the events we connected to uh, were very grim for like humanity, but uh, luckily enough uh, we don't we don't dive deep into this part. Uh, we just respect the history and because of our technical expertise and because of what our game is, we are very good in uh, specifically vehicles, how they were built, how they operated, uh, recreating them with the smallest details. So like we use our expertise to bring this piece of history life. I mean, yeah. Unreal. Yeah. And uh, in regards to, you mentioned it's going to be live streamed. Where exactly is it going to be live streamed for people who can come along and watch? It will be our Twitch official channel. So World of Warships Twitch channel. It's very easy. Yeah, very easy. Um, in fact, I, it's the sort of thing where we invite people to get along and watch. I know I will 100% be, uh, be watching it tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, is there any particular part in the parade? Um, I mean, obviously, you've seen the, the planning and we'll see the execution tonight that you are looking forward to in particular without giving too much away. Uh, I, I will just... Like, of course, I've seen all the ship models many times because I play the game regularly. But uh, actually, I'm very interested in uh, listening to both our historian guests, Hornfisher and Chieftain, because I I met him a couple of times and he's really cool dude to listen to. And also our contributors like Jingles, uh, like especially because because of. Oh, this whole situation, you know, uh, where we're forced to stay at home. Uh, listening to some of these people I know, actually, and I like, is always good. So mm-hmm. I know they're experts. I know they're very passionate about history. So I look forward to overall thing. And to be honest, I'm not much of history buff myself. So I'm absolutely sure I will learn uh, a lot of things if I listen carefully. Look, this is going to be a magnificent event uh, and we make sure that uh, people are going to get across to check it out. Make sure you get over to Wargaming's uh, Twitch channels and see it. It'll be midnight Australian Western Standard Time tonight. Uh, and if you're in the East, it'll be 2 a.m. as well. Philip, we appreciate your time on the Game on Australia Weekly Show. Thank you very much for joining us and all the best with the event. Thank you, guys. Stay safe and have fun at the parade. Good on you. Same to you, Philip. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Danny boy. That was... um. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, I love how... Um, do you feel like out of COVID, gaming is going to be even um, in a better position? Because I feel like it's the one thing that's kept me sane for a start. But events like this is showing truly creative ways to still um, do stuff that we probably took for granted before 
the lockdown. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think so. I think, um, I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the, the, what you're mentioning. Yesterday, we had a national call with our um, chief content officer for the Hit Network, right? And everybody had a little turn to go around and say, you know, yes, it's been a shit time, COVID-19, coronavirus, but there have been some positives. What are some of the positives? And one of the things that was a, was a re-emerging or rather a trend that kept on coming up amongst everybody's answers was that um, it was kind of like, why do we have to do things the way that we used to do them? Yeah. And... And this is certainly one of them. Like, you know, we, I guess, you know, because of, because up until now, um, in real life, events are a thing and they are wonderful and magnificent and they will continue to be a great thing and we will continue to participate and stuff like that. But I guess this has given the online community an opportunity to shine and, and show the world and broader audiences outside of the space of gaming and esports that um, online events can actually be pretty incredible to become a part of. I mean, you mentioned, um, what was it, last week, Fortnite, uh, when you saw that event oh, yeah, with, the, uh, what's Travis his name? Scott. Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. The Travis Scott wow. event, you know? Yeah. Like they, so, but, and this is, and the beauty about it is from the comfort of your own home, you've got this immersive, immersive experience where um, you can be in one moment running around a Fortnite map watching this incredible explosion of lights and fireworks and Travis Scott music and him performing and all that sort of stuff, almost euphoric. And then um, a week later, you can be in the exact same chair, looking at the exact same screen, being fully immersed in commemorating the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's extraordinary. And I, like, I, love, I just love the fact that we have an opportunity at the moment as gamers and fans of esports and the people that work in this category and stuff that um, we can show the world exactly what it is that we can do. Because something like tonight's world war ii event also shows the world that the gaming and esports world takes things seriously and credibly and with respect rather than um just being you know sort of slotted into that thing of you're just a gamer what do you know you know what i mean video games are just for fun like what's that shit all about (laughs) yeah don't you love how uh in this current situation how non-gamers are freaking out about zoom calls oh i don't know where to talk Oh, I don't like looking at myself. Like, man, we've been doing that for years. Yeah, this is our bread and butter, baby. This is what we do. Exactly. Hundred um, percent. So that's going to be a great event tonight. Get along and check it out, and uh, we certainly will be as well. Now, Dan, yeah. there's um, God, we're we're running to time. Uh, it's a quarter past six. Top three's going for a lot longer than what it usually does, but that <laughs> happens when we have great interviews. It's we love yep. a good chat. Um, if anything, yep. we'd have them every week, so that's really good. Um, I'll tell you what, I will drop in uh, the last sort of bit of news that I wanted to, to touch on. And it was a real 50-50, right? Um, and the, the 50-50 was, I came across a story about Facebook mistaking Animal Crossing groups for drug empires. And I thought, <laughs> that's that's interesting stuff, you know? What were they called, the Heisenbergs or something? I don't know. But they like they, like, I think Facebook's algorithm sort of fucked up a little bit. And, um, yeah. And unfortunately got it a little bit wrong, but also maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some in real life um, moderators and stuff that are seeing those groups and, you know, they're hearing them talk about Tom Nook and Tom Nook wants cash. Like all that sort of stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Otherwise he's going to kick me out. Like, you know, maybe they're getting it wrong. I don't know. Um, oh, that's so funny. So there's that. Um, the, or a pale chubby. What's a pale chubby? <laughs> 
Um, so, and the other thing is um, that, that I came across is that there was news today, or whispers rather, that Kate Blanchett is going to play Lilith, one of the sirens in the Borderlands movie. The oh. up-and-coming Borderlands movie. Now, this is what I wanted to, to... I wanted to talk about this in particular. I think this is a talking point. And I, if you're listening to this on the podcast, feel free to get in touch with us, um, gameon at gameonoz.com, um, and let us know your thoughts. But also in Twitch chat right now, please dive in and let us know your thoughts. Kate Blanchett. I saw a bit of backlash on Twitter for Kate Blanchett playing a Borderlands character in a Borderlands movie. And... Which character, Pete? Sorry, you know? Lilith. Lilith, okay. Lilith. So type in Lilith, have a look, and albeit she'll have to go through not a huge transformation, but, you know, a little bit of hair and makeup, um, which will be interesting to see how they approach all of that given the cell shading type of uh, artwork that that Borderlands is famous for. Um, Straight Jacket Jim in chat, for example, says, I still don't know how I feel about it. I I love the idea. I think think to... For Kate Blanchett, a, a woman as incredibly talented an actor as Kate Blanchett is to come yeah. in and play Lilith. This is the side that I'm coming from, right? To come in and give a video game-based movie the nod when so many times video games-based movies just fall over. Um, if it happens... Playing, um, what is she playing Street Fighter? You know, like, it, it's... This is a real... Um, I mean, Kyle Minogue's okay, but... Kate Blanchett's a, a fucking actor, right? She's an actor. She's yeah. she's an a, she's a nominated, winning award actor. Yeah. Like she's yeah. she is a an incredible actress. She is so versatile across the different roles that she plays. Yeah, she um, she's incredible. So to see Kate Blanchett throw her hat in the ring and play one of these characters does two things for me. One, I actually think she can do it. I really think she can do it. She's talented. Two. It, um, it gives a huge, uh, I don't know, what's the word for it? Um, credibility? Credibility, that's it. It gives a credibility to a movie based on a video game. Yeah, it does. You know? Well, it bring, and it, you know, a bit like the Sofa thing before, it brings in people who may not be interested in video games. You know, getting a name like Kate Blanchett might... Um, and that's what we this whole our whole podcast is about celebrating video games and, and sharing with people how great they are. This might help perpetuate that mm. because you know uh, people automatically have an interest in Kate Blanchett. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, mm. There's a lot more people sort of diving in. Uh, G'day, Lord Unicorn. Um, Lord Unicorn says the actors that cop the most backlash for a role normally are the ones that crush them. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I, I think one of the other ones that I'm looking forward to seeing is, um, oh God, I keep calling him Edward, and the reason why I keep calling him Edward is because I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was a fan of Twilight, and I was Team Edward, and uh, but I can't remember his freaking name other than every time I see him, I think Edward. Um, but the bloke who played the vampire, right? Uh, oh, Robert Patterson. Robert Patterson, thank you. Edward Cullen, Robert Patterson. Um, and how he's bloody playing Batman in the up-and-coming Batman movie. Yeah. And yeah. I I can't wait to see it. Well, how how did you feel then, Pete, about Lara... Um, Lara Croft. About um, old mate playing Lara Croft? <laughs> so this is an interesting story for me. Yeah. Right. Um, now, have you got a story about this? Oh uh, yeah, I do, but it, it's a bit different, right? Now, but you've got a story about everything, so thanks. 
Um, at the age that I was when Tomb Raider came out, I didn't give a yeah. shit who played Lara Croft yeah. as long as they were hot. That's all I cared uh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's, but that's the honest that's truth, enough. isn't it? Like, that's, that's, that's honest. That's, that at the time, like, I was, I was a young, I was a young gamer. I was just a bloke. How old were so, you? how old were you? Uh, when did the first Tomb Raider come out? It was 90s. So I was in, like, I was in school. You're in short pants. I was in short pants. <laughs> I was just starting to bloody um, get into, I know, Mystic Mayhem Gaming's watching. And, and, like, I, like, and it has said, wow, typical. Like, I, like, yeah, I guess for for the age you're of a, you're a, a, a yeah teenage boy of a teenage yeah. boy who's that's coming into puberty boy. and noticing girls like it's yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's all I wanted at the time. I wanted explosions and hot chicks. That's that's what I wanted, right? Whereas now I want some credibility and some gravitas, and I you want a storyline as well. I want a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but um, you know, I want some, I want some credibility, some gravitas, and I want, a, I want a good storyline that I can actually watch um, and sink my teeth into. And I guess for me now, um, it's not about, you know, at the time it would be at the time when I was a young kid watching Lara Croft in real life for the first time. Yeah. The only thing that I was thinking was um, action explosions. Like, are there temples? Yep, great. Uh, yeah. Is she wearing short shorts? Yep, great. Does she have a braid? Great. Has she yeah. got pistols? Great. That's that's all I gave a shit about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. now I would want to go back and I'd want to watch those movies and go, did they do one of my favourite game series, Justice, back Justice. in the day? Yes. And um, I don't mind watching the Tomb Raider movies still. Yeah. Um, for something like Borderlands, which... I'll admit I haven't played too much of, but genuinely do love the lore, the amount of effort that's gone into the game. Of what I have played, I've enjoyed it. Um, I would want it seen to be doing the the video game justice, you know? Well, I think it's with any game, you know? I mean, we've talked on a very early podcast about how many, how many bloody awesome video games could make great movies, you know? Um, talking about GoldenEye before with the Seinfeld boys. Um, you know, I was never ever a James Bond fan. I don't think I ever watched the movie until I played Goldeneye. Now I've watched pretty much all of them. Yeah, I would dare say it's converted me to become a fan. This is the potential that we have with um, great games becoming great movies. So they've got to, in my mind, they've like have to get it right. But it's really good. It's really important they get it right because that's how we get more people into gaming. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Dan, we're seven minutes away from the end of the podcast. Yep. Do you have a big question? I didn't get a chance to ask you before we dived in. I do, I do, yes, yes. And I want to talk about last week's very briefly, that's all right. Yes, please, please do. What was last week's big question again? Last week was a poll, if you remember, and the question was, what's harder to open in all the excitement of the moment? Oh, that's right. Or a new game. And the results are, the poll's still open, but I think the poll's pretty... But skewed towards a new game with 78% of the market. 78% so, so a new that, game. In that moment, you know, a minute before the magic's about to happen and you've got the thing in your hand, what's harder to open? A condom wrapper or a new bloody game, like a new physical game? Mm. I'm thinking, in my experience, the bloody Xbox thing, 
it's the Xbox game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it shows how much how, how much people love gaming. But um, yeah, uh, so quite overwhelming, and I I think we suspected as much. Uh, and thank you to everyone who voted. I think that's great. That's very funny. Yeah, hundred percent. Now this week's big question. Um, I've been thinking about this for a little while, Pete, because like I said before, gaming's really kept me. Uh, uh, sane's not the right word, but I, I certainly am in a happier place because I'm gaming a lot through COVID and through this isolation. Yeah. And I've heard some stories, uh, and I won't go into details because I know there's a few people that um, watch and listen to our podcast and on our Twitch channel that are, um, are fans of ours. And oh, no. I think I've lost him again. need you guys to understand something um i so dan and i if you're listening to this on the podcast dan and i are doing this from our respective houses um and uh <laughs> jesus christ oh god have i got gotcha? you have i got gotcha? you i was just explaining um that you and i are doing this from our respective houses and so are relying on um, you know our, our internet connections, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and you've never had nice things to say about yours. So no, and that's uh, probably what I, yeah. I guess that was the problem. Mm. So um, I'll just reiterate really quickly what I was saying before: uh, COVID shit, uh, gaming's kept me sane. I've heard of really good stories about lots of gamers helping out fellow gamers. For example, there's a friend of ours going through a bit of a shit time. His friend, a uh, good mate of his, lent him his PS4, so mm. just to give him. Um, some of that time that we all crave, which is that, you know, keep yourselves happy. I think that was really great. So I'm going to put it out to the, the big question this week is, what's a great thing that a game has done for you? And it could be friendship. It could be lending you something, lending a game. It could be um, having a six in uh, Warzone. Oh, it's anything. It's open-ended. Yep. But I love that gamers look out for each other. That's what this community is about. And that's the question we're going to ask. What has a What's the great thing that a game has done for you? I love that, man. Mm. I love that. Um, so reflect on where we're at, life, in society, and I just love being a gamer, Pete. I know I, you do. I too. bloody love you know? it. I can't, mate. I can't agree. I couldn't agree with you more. I bloody love being a gamer. I love this community that's around us as well. This great game on Australia community. Because yep. um, if there was any ever anything, I reckon I could honestly say about uh, you know what has gaming done for you. Mm. Um, every day I get a kick out of jumping into our discord for example and yep. just being hit with a whole heap of good morning good morning good morning hey how you going hey how you going in the general chat and stuff um yeah. like gaming i suppose my my answer is a lot more broad right like yeah um what is but that's the beauty of it you yeah can be as, like you know specific or as broad as you want to be yeah you can talk about a gamer you can talk about gaming in general um but for me like gaming in general has uh allowed us to create um, a place that a lot of people now call home and because of that there's just so much I'm just going to say free enjoyment that we just get out of yeah. out of all of it you know what I mean like it, like yeah. it's every single day you just bloody you get to dive in there like I, so I wake up first thing in the morning first thing I do is I check Discord and I see what's been happening since I went to bed because I go to bed early because of the brekkie radio thing yep. Yep. right um, yeah and uh, and then by the time I get into work, which is around about at the moment it's like just before six, but it's usually just before five. There's already people diving in over in the eastern 
states um, in our community saying good morning and hello to each other. You know, yep. it's like a little ray of sunshine, in, like in the in the darkness of night. Like it's it's so freaking cool. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I'll put, uh, when this thing goes to uh, air on the podcast side of things on Friday, I'll uh, have it all on social media so people can have their little say. Um, we just want to hear great things about gaming because and gamers because that's what we're about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, here's, here's one for you. Uh, Skittles says, hey, mum, gaming has taught me there is always a solution. There's never a scenario that won't have a way to move through it, either by hitting it head on repeatedly or going away and learning more to come back to it. I mean, isn't that, that's a life lesson right there. Life lesson. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at, um, and we can, we can explain this really briefly, but we were planning to give the game to release to the world today. Our, uh, community led, uh, gaming site. Oh man, and we did it like we we put a video clip together, um, and you did and an extraordinary job of putting this incredible like the stuff that we'd filmed and recorded. You it put it together quite, and it just well, and, uh, and it, tech it just got quite uh, right, right? Tech, technology got in the way, mm. but I've already got five ideas in my head that will probably fix that, which we'll talk about later. Okay. But that and that's to Skittles' point. Gaming teaches you that there's always a different way. Pivot, pivot. Pivot! Pivot! That's right. Um, guys, we need to get out of here. Is Nico... Is No, Nico's on, not Nico. on tonight. Who's on tonight? Nico was on the other night. Who's on tonight? I don't know who's on tonight. I'm watching. I'm waiting for the chat. I'm waiting for the chat to tell me who is on tonight. It's probably Straight Jacket. Straight Jacket, Jim is on tonight. What are you doing tonight? Are you crooning tonight? Or are you going to be playing Super Mario Brothers? Straight Jacket, Jim. Actually, a very real threat to the gaming song uh, genre, Pete. Yes, he is. Oh, he says something different. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, something that's different. A, that's, a, that's a hook and tease like nothing else. Holy shit. Wait, hang on a sec. Hang on. I'm just going to... I just need to make sure that when he says he's playing something different, that given he plays about like a bit of everything that he's not actually talking about a steam game called something different <laughs> and i just want to make sure that that it is may be. it may be steam open open steam steam no steam's not going to open oh google it hang on holy balls shit he's playing rogue leader on the gamecube Oh my god! Fuck yes! That's awesome. That's awesome. But now that we're onto the subject, I just do just really quickly want to see if there is a game called something different. That is. That was a game too. I love that game. That was a vibe. Um, well, it's May, it's May the fourth this week, so good timing. No, very good timing. Very mm. very good timing. Uh, he missed his Star Wars Day stream, so kicking that off. So yeah, uh, great. Yep. So hang on a sec. It's May the 4th be with you. Revenge of the 5th. Yeah. Now, I think they fucked up when it comes to Revenge of the 5th. To Revenge of the 6th. Yes. Right, so you give it a day or even yeah. make it three days. But yeah. Revenge of the 6th is yeah, way better than Revenge of the 5th. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's now nine movies plus all the spin-offs, so... Um, you have to somehow fit, 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 uh, fit, fit five in there, don't you? Oh, wait, I mean, hang um, on a second. Is it, hang on, maybe maybe that's what it is. It's May the 4th, 
Revenge of the Fifth, Return of the Sixth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's good. Sith. It's Sith. So it's got to be... It's going to be... Anyway. All right, let's get out of here. Straight Jacket Jim's going to hang around. Guys, um, he's coming up next. Stay with him, please. Louie! The Phantom Seventh. I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, Please hang around and continue to support. Please drop your lurks. Um, Please share the stream out and all of that sort of stuff. It's been wonderful catching up with you guys. Have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan... Don't forget to bloody save! Ta-ta.